Audio is on. Video is on. We are doing it. Let's do this. Get excited. All right. Um, so pumped, so pumped, so pumped. <laughs> welcome to Swim Out of the Box. Why, thank you. I think last time, episode 18, last podcast, I don't think I introduced the podcast. No, you're terrible at that. I know. Sometimes I just get too excited. I just want to get going into it. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome to Swim Out of the Box, the exclusive podcast from Swimbox. Yay? About mostly swimming. <laughs> when Dominic talks, it's mostly swimming. When I talk, it's something else. By the way, I'm Lissa Latella. Dominic's lovely wife and, and co-owner and, and co-host. co-host. Yeah, there you go. I apologize, by the way. We're awful at introducing ourselves. Like, legitimately, it's terrible. We're working it's like on it. like one in every 20,000. Which I would I would say, at every podcast we do, something improves. Yeah. Right? When we first started, setup was terrible. Right? It took forever to set up. It almost was daunting to set up. Mm-hmm. Now, 10 minutes. Bam. Done. Yeah, that's true. Right? uh now our hopefully the sound quality is improved i think we figured out majority of of the issues that we've had i think so and we also have an intro to our podcast now not just introducing ourselves but introducing the podcast but like actual (laughs) sound (laughs) sound (laughs) intro music intro i should really double as like a beatboxer Uh, two podcasts ago i even did like a uh a voice intro first to introduce the podcast. Guys, we're learning. Things are happening. These are really just examples about how we feel good about ourselves right now. Please continue to listen. My <laughs> my point is now mm. that the podcast is getting, I think, ex- more acceptable. Like people are accepting mm. it, it's mm. better quality. I it's would like quality. to ask our very loyal listeners who mm-hmm. are probably like 100% our clients to well, yeah. share the podcast because it doesn't help us if we just talk to an echo chamber. So if you've had listened to a podcast in the past that you thought was really helpful mm-hmm. or had something in it that you queued up on and like, oh my God, this sounds great. I need to share this with meh, whoever. Meh. <laughs> meh, see? Share mm. it. It's so easy on you iTunes. It's so uh, iTunes. It's so easy. I know. It's just the link. You copy You're a little the link, uppity right text now. Text it to your friends. A little uppity today. Go, hey, gotta listen to this podcast. You guys, think and then the your friends will be like, "Oh my god, this podcast is terrible. Why do you listen to it?" Probably. Right. So we need people outside. Which of is our funny if you're chamber. talking negatively about yourself right exactly. there that you just did. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you can't write this shit, you guys. You really can't because the topic of today because we don't is negative <laughs> self talk well i think more accurately I oh my hate, gosh i hate to say I that you're you. wrong you told me that's what we were talking about it's not we're not talking about negative self-talk we're just talking about self-talk period let's do some negative dominic because talk shall we it happens as soon as these mics go off mm. <laughs> nothing but negative hey, Lisa, dominic let's self-talk. talk about this um not so it's about self-talk positive and negative mm-hmm, self-talk mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. and i actually actually want to start by reading a quote oh okay all right how how professional of me how profound well we haven't heard the quote yet oh my gosh where'd you get that book my lovely wife got me this book Mm. human beings by changing the inner attitudes of their minds can change their outer aspects of their lives and what book is that that's by william james by the way which i never trust a person with two first names However, mm. I'll trust William James in this instance yeah. because that quote is quite 
poignant. James is my mother's maiden name, so watch it. That's not her name anymore, so she's trustworthy now. Watch it. There you go. She wasn't trustworthy until your dad made her an honest woman. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's talk about self-talk. I think this is actually a really uh, important topic. Uh, I, I often get to teach uh instructors how to teach people how to swim and specifically Mm -hmm. adults how to swim and when i get to do that oh look evie's wanting to play now (laughs) Uh, and as i get to do that i always have an opportunity to point out to those instructors that teaching someone how to swim transcends just learning how to swim when someone learns that new skill of swimming Mm -hmm. and they conquer a fear or just learn that new skill in general they also learn something about themselves, right? They can start figuring out, oh my God, this fear has been plaguing me for the last 37 years of my life. Now I've just conquered it. I I can be unstoppable. I can learn something new that I thought I couldn't learn or I can right. do something else, mm-hmm. right? Well, I think this skill of learning how you do use positive self-talk transcends swimming. So this is a swimming podcast, obviously. That's why you're listening to it, probably. Um, (laughs) We don't know. Who knows why you're listening to it. Um, What else are you going (laughs) to (laughs) do? But if you learn how to give yourself positive Mm self-talk, that transcends just being an athlete of any kind, a swimmer or triathlete or a runner. It doesn't matter. And by saying the word transcends, you mean like, is that applicable in like all other parts of your life? It absolutely could be applicable to other aspects of your day-to-day life Mm -hmm. and in general, your mindset. Right. Right. So everyone has self-talk, right? You talk to yourself? In my head? Yes, Constantly. Uh, not out loud. Constantly. <laughs> right. So it's pretty much all about food, but you know, it's there. Well, that's nice, I guess. The easiest way to kind of make a change in self-talk, which not everyone needs to make a change in, in their self-talk, but it's something that we need to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Is basically called cognitive restructuring. Ooh, fancy very words. Very fancy. Very, okay. very fancy. So the first define that? step in... You're not going to define that? Cognitive restructuring? I'll define it in, in the as I explain things. So I'm not going to give a definition, but okay. you'll understand what I'm talking about. All right, Evie's like distracting me because she's playing tug of war with me and her yeah, bone. Just put the bone down. I can't help myself. All right, so the first steps in self-talk training is to increase self-awareness of the content of your mind, basically. Are okay. you aware of how you talk to yourself? So many people are not. And it's really important to take the time to start recognizing that you do talk to yourself, that you have thoughts Mm -hmm. and what those thoughts, what are those thoughts saying to you? Right? So the first step is just to become aware. Aware of the fact that you're talking to yourself. All right. And so then within that, you can start sort of making some awareness notes of when you have certain self-talk positive Mm -hmm. or negative right so write down the types of self-talk in which you consistently engage i think it's also hard to identify sometimes when it's not negative because then it's it's like Mm -hmm. it's not as impactful yeah and that's a a great point i was thinking about this uh earlier today because i knew this podcast was going to be taking place Mm -hmm. and i was thinking about how 
you know, a lot of the times people talk about balance in life and work balance, play balance, life balance, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having mental balance, basically. Mental, mental health balance, okay. right? But when you really think about it, negative thoughts weigh more than positive thoughts. Yeah. So the balance isn't a one-to-one ratio for every positive self-thought. I'm not allowed to have a negative self-thought necessarily, right? It's it's more like a three-to-one ratio or a four-to-one ratio. I need a, like a lot more positive self-talk to balance out the negative. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. All right. So I think it's important to kind of keep in mind that when people throw around that terminology, like find balance in your life, not mm-hmm. everything weighs the same. Right. I mean, it's you can also think like silly thing. What is it? Frowning takes so many more muscles than right. smiling. And everyone's always like, don't frown or your face will stick like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. It, yeah. I mean, a lot of it's this whole thing, this whole self-talk thing is perspective. Mm-hmm. It's all about perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it sounds silly, but I think it's important that everyone that wants to make a change in their self-talk needs to write down these occurrences it sounds silly because negative occurrences or just all occurrences all occurrences when you're first figuring it out right not forever you would never stop i could literally be writing down the things i'm thinking constantly right right so the first steps are be aware that you have self-talk then start writing down what that self-talk is consistently engaging in, right? Mm-hmm. And then you need to record when it happens, where it's happening, and under what what circumstances those thoughts occur. Like is what it was at happening a, around you to maybe induce these things. Is it at the, the main set of mm-hmm. a workout? Mm-hmm. Is it getting out of bed to go to a workout, right? Right. Keep a little notebook with you that's just bullet points of your self-talk it's really just helping you get to know yourself and see different ways that you can right and then maybe you know give yourself a week of it two weeks of it Mm -hmm. a month i don't know how patient you are yeah um a month would be pretty impressive and then you need to assess your self-talk and then begin to replace the negative with the positive right so make a list of all your self-talk thoughts what they occur around and then just kind of go back through and go, okay, well, this one was positive. This one mm-hmm. was negative. This one was positive, right? And then a method of replacing the negative th- self-thought is to, as we talked about before, use cognitive restructuring in which an athlete or a swimmer, however you want to describe it, restructures. <laughs> I believe that's on camera. Sorry for the interruption. So. If she was over here, it would be. Can you guys see that? Oh my God, she just popped up on the camera when you did that. So, Ebby's doing zoomies right now. She was at the park earlier today. Don't know why she's got all this energy, but she always finds a little extra energy at around this time, I guess. Anyway, pay no attention to the bear slash pig type sounds in the background. I promise at least I'm not the one making those noises. So, athletes, swimmers, triathletes, whoever, athletes can athletes need to kind of restructure the way that they're thinking about things Mm -hmm. and rationalize the meaning of the thinking process so for example here's an example you ready uh here's an example of negative self-talk i'm ready okay he is such 
a better swimmer than I am. Or she. It's an example from my perspective. It was a joke, right? 2019. Yeah, right. So that's an example of negative self-talk mm-hmm. that doesn't always seem negative. Doesn't seem, yeah. All right. That's just also, I think, to take into consideration since we're talking about all of this, comparing yourself to other people usually always going to be negative. Yes. Anytime you compare yourself to another person. Even if you think yeah. you're doing it in a positive way, it's negative. Yeah. There is so no reason to do that. The way that you would replace that thought instead mm-hmm. of saying that person is better than I am or is a better athlete than I am, mm-hmm. you can put it about you and say, I have improved significantly over the last, I don't know, three months. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I can compete well. I can do this. I think it's important to add that last part. I can do this. I, I, you like to always use the phrase, you, what is it? You put the money in the bank and then oh. you, what it, say it, whatever it is. Am you I, made the deposits I've made and now the you make the withdrawals. But I need to make the withdrawals. Right. So those are deposits of self-talk, positive self-talk. When you say things, I compete well or I do X well. Mm-hmm. I think it's so easy for people to point out their flaws especially Mm -hmm. in this time period of self-improvement and how self-improvement is so important it is important to improve one's self but you can improve yourself with positive self-talk as opposed to being negative saying i need to make an improvement because i suck right because i think that the mindset behind the negative talk you don't think you're being negative most of the time it could have, you could have good intentions, but saying the things you don't always necessarily know how it will affect you. And it's saying anything with a negative connotation is always negative, no matter the way you construct it. There's an easier way to say things yeah. that always have a positive spin and you can still say the same thing. I know uh, when I was a teenager mm-hmm. uh, doing high school swim meets, not necessarily. What was that yesterday? that was a really long time ago um when we did high school meets Mm -hmm. it's a bit different than usa swimming meets in that it's a lot different well not just the format but the crowd or the audience is right on top of you yeah it's they're right there yeah and i can remember very vividly being very anxious about people being able to be so close and watch me Mm. I, mm-hmm. I, once you hit the water, you don't think about it. But beforehand, it it, it mattered to me people. for some reason, yeah. right? So my negative self-talk was, oh my God, these people are going to basically judge me, mm-hmm. right? I could have changed my perspective and said, all these people are here and I need to use it for motivation, mm-hmm. right? So that's what cognitive restructuring is about yeah taking that Turning that negative around. aspect or perspective and change it to a positive perspective right and it there's no wrong or right way so it can be sort of gray for people it's not like a black and white thing what's mm-hmm. positive what's what's negative is somewhat black and white but you can phrase things the way that you want to phrase them and it's really important that you phrase them the way that you would really speak to because like another person uh, yeah, or to yourself in that you don't want to try to mimic a positive phrase that you won't believe. You mean like something you've read or something that you've heard yeah. someone else has said? Right. 
make you, it your own yeah It'll make be it your more own impactful yeah because then you'll believe it when you actually tell it to yourself mm-hmm. right um and i think that's super important to take away from the idea of sort of cognitive restructuring mm-hmm. um it's also impossible for anyone to be listening to this podcast i think impossible not for anyone to be listening to this podcast but to act the way that i'm about <laughs> to describe um I think it's impossible for anyone listening to this podcast to take this up without recognizing first the negative consequences of self-talk, of negative self-talk. Understanding why it's necessary to change. Right. I mean, in some respects, the the idea of taking the time to recognize that you have self-talk and then writing down the self-talk that you do have should help people recognize negative self-talk never really helps i i always say that failure always helps right i've never learned anything without failing an act of failure right helps you learn so failure isn't a negative failure is a positive and and people how you react to the failure is what determines if it's negative or positive exactly perspective right Mm -hmm. so I think it's important for people not to say, well, I failed and I can kind of hone in on that failure and go, well, I was negative, right? What led to the failure isn't necessarily negative, Mm -hmm. but if you, for instance, are doing repeat 50s and you're like, oh my God, I'm on number 15. I've got five more to go. I can't finish. And then all your 50s go to shit. Guess what? You did that. Exactly. Right. So start making notes to yourself not to yourself, I guess, write them down about when these things happen. So you can actually be motivated to make the change. So it's kind of weird, right? The negative self-talk motivates you to change the negative right, self-talk. But I think it's very important that you identify it first. Yes. Absolutely. If you don't take that step to identify it, this is just in one ear and out the other. You'll never make a change. Yeah. And, and don't think that you don't have negative self-talk. Everyone does. There's no way you don't. Yeah. And I think when you write these things down, it doesn't need to be some fancy notebook. They do make swimming specific journals Mm -hmm. or logs Mm -hmm. for this type of stuff. Who... Get a binder. Get a cute Lisa Frank notebook that everyone likes and pretends they don't like. CVS carries them all. (laughs) All right. But I think it's very important to maintain a log or a journal of of someone's of your thoughts uh and the processes that you've gone through mm-hmm. um if you want to make lasting results you definitely yeah. need to take those steps and just because we're saying all of this doesn't mean that we don't do it we both have negative self-talk we're just working yeah. to make it better i do it constantly i'm way worse at it than dominic uh, i i think a lot of it also i have been working on this for a very long time mm-hmm. and this is a skill to be learned it doesn't happen right. naturally necessarily. Right. So whenever you're learning something new, it's always important to write down your thoughts about it. So you can mm-hmm. literally keep a journal of your self-talk and then you can kind of write down how it affected you, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of interesting in that way. And I, I have personally started to sort of do a journal or a log after everything I read. Like books and stuff, articles, well, yeah, that exactly. kind of thing? Everything mm-hmm. I read, I journal 
what my thoughts were about what I was reading or what I'm walking away with from what I was reading. Okay. So it stays with me. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't stay with me, no big deal. I can go back and read my little three to four sentences about what that meant. Right. Me. Kind of jog your memory. Yeah. I, I'm I'm all about rereading the things that I wrote. I think oh, it, definitely. it makes a huge impact on uh, improving one's self. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's important to keep a log it doesn't need to be something fancy though i think that's also really noteworthy is do it on your phone if you have to right notes on the iphone are fantastic now there's no right or wrong here in how you do it yeah but i think that i think that what we should stay on topic today since we like to keep these short yeah so it's just like becoming mindful of what you're doing that's the first step mm -hmm. into making it better and I don't know if anyone thinks this doesn't apply to swimming, but I can tell you from personal experience, the phrase that Dominic was saying about the deposits and the bank and the withdrawal, I took that from one of my coaches when I was younger because I would crush practice. Any race pace thing, any simulation of anything of that kind, I would demolish. I would go best times in practice. It was crazy. Those times don't matter. So I would get to meets and I would just shit the bed. <laughs> and so my coach was always like, did you're not make- expect that. <laughs> <laughs> you're making all of the deposits, but you're for some reason having trouble making the withdrawal. And like, that was really hard for me because I was, I was putting in all of the work, putting in all of the effort, doing everything that I could. And then I would get to a swim meet and I would just talk myself out of everything. It could be anything would trigger it. And I did that for years and it's just so hard to figure out a way to personally get over that because everyone is different and I don't not get over work through to work through something like that that's really difficult because it's different for everyone and something that worked for me may not work for you so that's why being so mindful of what's actually going on inside your head is the only way that you're going to be able to make make positive changes I would say this is a great opportunity to make a recall back to our previous podcast where i talked about how you practice is how you will compete it is the same thing with your thoughts mm-hmm. how you think about yourself during your practices is how you're going to think about yourself during your competitions and if you're not thinking about yourself when you practice you probably are and you just don't realize it right um it's a i think it's it's important in skill development to make sure you recognize progress and success. That's easier done with physical things mm-hmm. like swimming, time, easy. Right. I know I got better because I'm faster. I can see it. Or I can swim for a longer period of time, mm-hmm. right? When it's something cognitive like this, the only way that you can really know if you're making progress by writing these things down mm-hmm. if you can kind of think of it as like a you know the first week that you write down your self-talk and note negative positive well maybe in f- four weeks later you do the same thing and you just kind of recognize the self-talk you don't do anything but kind of listen to the self-talk to what, yeah and then go back through and see well is it the same amount of negative as it was four weeks ago is it less negative four weeks ago is it more positive Who right knows? check and i think that's really important for people to understand and it's physical attributes are always emphasized in training right 
We always want people to get stronger, get more flexibility, get better mobility, breathe better. Mm -hmm. The mental side and the emotional side to training is severely under talked about and under coached. But and so impactful. It It is probably the lowest hanging fruit for everybody because they're just not thinking about it. And if they give a little bit of time and a little bit of effort to better mental preparation, mm -hmm. they will perform better without having to, to find an extra time to go to a pool. It's literally like there's a wall. There's like this invisible wall and you have to get through it, but only you can do that and figure it out on your own. Yeah. Like we're not, we don't know shit. We're not experts. Like this is just something that we think is like, there needs to be attention brought to it. And it doesn't matter if you're young, if you're old, if you're in the middle, it doesn't matter. Everyone needs to be working on these things to make themselves better. And yes, it does apply to swimming, but it applies to every other part of your life too. Like you'll just feel better. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's also, I think very, uh, vital. We'll say for people to realize that no one really ever masters this yeah it's a constant thing that you're working on it's that terrible thing that people say life is a journey it's <laughs> not about the destination whatever it's true though because like you don't work out once and then you're like oh, I'm good for the rest of my life right it's you don't eat one piece of spinach and go done Ooh, i wish i actually really like spinach no spinach is uh, great so i think the idea of controlling thoughts is challenging mm -hmm. it is a very challenging thing to, to undertake but it is possible it's a skill that anyone can learn so just keep in mind it will be a challenge but if you take small steps you can tackle this challenge and gain significant results oh yeah it's just, it's just like as a coach's perspective from my perspective as a swim coach it is just like teaching anyone how to swim mm -hmm. and then go from learning how to swim to becoming sort of a intermediate swimmer mm -hmm. all the way to an advanced swimmer. It's always just small steps, refining, going over the same right. things over and over again. And I think if, if someone really wants to make an impactful difference on the way that they use self-talk, mm -hmm. take small steps. They, they're not hard steps. It no, is, it's, it comes it down. It might seem hard, but like the little things comes down to what I'm really into right now is discipline. Oh Are yeah, you disciplined enough to write down these things when they happen. Right, and it's not enough to just say, "Yeah, I'll do that." You have to have a plan. If you don't have a structured plan, you're probably not going to stick to it. It's as simple as saying, "For the next seven days, at two thirty p.m., I'm going to write down the thoughts that I can remember." Because you don't or need you to just do it right then in practice. If you I'm can. just giving you an example. Right? I know. Chill out. I know. <laughs> I can't chill. So every day at 2.30 p.m. for seven days, you'll write down your thoughts, identify positive, negative, other, something like that. Come up with a structured plan. That's the first step you need to do. And I think we should leave it at that. I think you are correct. Um, I think this is probably another to a topic that we will touch on again. Oh, no, we definitely need to. I just don't want to go super, super into all of it. It's, I agree. It just... Yeah. It's heavy. Um, it's, I guess, I don't know. It can be I, heavy. Yeah, sure. The people who are unaware, I guess, same thing I say about body awareness in the water. You need to have better mental awareness of your thoughts. So some, I would assume, because I used to be one of these people, 
when you're not aware of it and then you start to see it that you're actually are one of the people with a lot of negative self-talk you're like whatever i don't care about this because you're so negative yeah so it's really easy to just shut it off and not pay any attention to it yeah so i would say if you catch yourself doing that you're one of the people who needs to do this the most i will say that i get texts from people very frequently my clients telling me how disappointed they were in their workouts or mm. how bad at swimming they are or how disappointed they are at the results of a swim meet, mm-hmm. something to that effect. It's very rare that someone sends me a message about how well they're doing. And there's one person in particular, I won't name her. Um, mystery client. Mystery client who used to send me texts about how terrible she was at swimming. And now when I get texts from her, it's always positive. It's always right, and that's awesome. I'm understanding or I'm feeling this more, mm-hmm. right? And I, I, from an external perspective, from mm-hmm. my perspective, yeah, she is swimming better. And I think a huge part of it is, is she's shifted her mindset. She believes she can do these things. So therefore she is doing these things. Right. So it's, it's so powerful. Cool. Like it's really just your brain is so insanely powerful. Yeah. All right. So let's wrap this up. Um, I'm on a list of all of your thoughts. Everyone, I want to know everything you're thinking. Send them to me. Just kidding. Send that to Lissa at theswimbox.com. <laughs> um, going back to what we talked about before about sharing the podcast with people, uh-huh. I think uh, one of the special things about Swimbox is the community that we are building around swimming. Mm-hmm. And this past Sunday, we had a, sort of a weird thing happened where my client who was supposed to start at 7 a.m showed up at 6 30 no no, so, no she was there at like 6 10 yeah probably and so we love you <laughs> <laughs> and so we got the opportunity to sit at the kitchen table lissa myself our shadow and soon-to-be instructor lavelle and our client mm-hmm. all had breakfast together all drank coffee together and it was just like, just oh, so nice. the dream is coming true. The dream of having this community is happening. And I want to try to provide that community electronically, electronically. That was hard to say. Electronically you got it. You got it. You through got the it. internet, right? So please share the podcast, build a community with us and your friends and whomever else you think this podcast might benefit. If you can't find a way to share a link, Email us and I will send you a link to send to somebody. Oof. Or Lissa will. More realistic. It'll be me. It'll be Lissa. Uh, anything you need to share before we go? You're all beautiful and wonderful. You're all snowflakes. You're all snowflakes. <laughs> all right. So sad that that word has such a negative connotation now. Who doesn't like snow? I guess a lot of people actually. Snowflakes are great. Yeah. And on that note, we're done. Bye. Bye.